Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. We are back with week two of Blessed, and this series has all been about our financial world and how do we, you know, how are we going to be the healthiest church in South Florida in order to do that, you know, finances are part of that. And I think a lot of times it's hard for us to to talk about finances in the church. It's something that honestly, I think there's a lot of people that might be a little embarrassed by it sometimes too. Like if you're struggling, yeah, I think it I can be so. something that's difficult. I know I had several conversations this weekend um, with people who said, you know, I want to get this in order, but my spouse won't admit that we have a problem. <laughs> You know, and, and I think that's 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 challenging. Um, so where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? You're the host of this podcast. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one of the things that you talked about was you said we had to brace, embrace the value of self-control. That's hard. It is. It is. And uh, we live in a culture that it doesn't value self-control at all. You know, it's Mm-mm. it's very much. I think uh, it, I want it. I feel it. Yep. You know, that's how it is. And therefore we're, we're being thrown and tossed about mm-hmm. all the time. And, uh, you know, but the, the problem is, is if we, we don't embrace self-control now, it's, you know, Dave Ramsey says like this, you're either going to pay now or, or pay, pay later. later. <laughs> so. Or play now and pay later. Yeah. yeah. And, and. You know, a lot of us, we just think we can play, play, play. But at some point, like the the price has got to be paid. And I think we conveyed it over this weekend that the, the cost of interest, the cost oh of debt is is so astronomical. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about it in those mm-hmm. terms when it's happening. But as as you really run the numbers. Yeah you start to realize, man, it's a huge, huge cost. Mm-hmm. And self-control, while it's not fun in the moment, right? It's you always feel better afterwards, though, when you mm-hmm. when you exhibited it. Yes. And and I think that that's one of the reasons that you you have in in the last point I talked about, man. Before before you pay for it, pray for it. Yep. I think one of the greatest things you could do to exert some self-control is to invite God in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And and by inviting God into spending habits and mm-hmm. those things, it 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 changes a lot of it. Let's camp out here for a second because I had this thought, you know, as as you were talking about it before you pay for it, pray for it. You know, there's so many times when we invite God into our financial world after we've made the financial mistake and we're like, yeah. "God, I, I can't believe I'm in this position. It's almost like we're blaming God for not providing for us. But however, it was us that made all of that. Like, well, you didn't ask God if you want, you know, he wanted to, you to buy the 80 inch TV or, you know, the or brand get new, the car new car or, or yeah. whatever. But now you're strapped and you're asking God to provide for something that you weren't even a good steward of in the first place. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing about 
God. And, and, and not that not that you can't have nice things. No, 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 no. Here, here's what I know about God. He's a good father. He is. And so a, a good father is is always going to provide the basic needs for his kids. Right. Now, what I've learned being a father is the more obedient my son is, mm-hmm. the more I want to give things to him. And the more responsible he is with those things. Yeah, well, but that's part of it. The more obedient he is to mm-hmm. what I ask him to do, the more I want to do for him. Yep. Yep. The less obedient he is, the less privileges or what we would call blessings mm-hmm. he's going to get to experience. Not because I love him less. Because but, he doesn't know how to manage it. Because he doesn't know how to obey the things that I've already given to him yeah. or take care of the things that I've already given to him. Yeah. And, and I think that that's the predicament a lot of people, they they want God to... Pro- provide all of their needs and mm-hmm. and he will he'll give you some food he'll give you water he'll give you he'll give you shelter right those are those are basic my god needs. will provide all my needs, needs. not needs, all my needs, wants needs. according to his riches and glory right. um he's going to do those things i believe that god wants to bless people's lives but the blessing comes in our obedience to yeah. him in yeah. in the trust and the stewardship aspect mm-hmm. if it's if it's all his mm-hmm. and and I truly believe it's all his. Right. Everything that I have. Yeah. Then how am I going to steward that? How am I going to think about that? How am I going to budget those things? Mm-hmm. You know, in that aspect of life. I mean, it's it's something like you and I have a like we had a conversation about. Um, you know, we have our our regular giving, mm-hmm. uh, and then we ha- we have some goals. Well, we have to plan for those things, which means yeah. we have to be a better well, steward. And we have to sacrifice. Which yeah, is we have to. You we have to. About. We have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We have to exhibit self control in situations mm-hmm. in order to accomplish those goals. But we take the time to actually look through yeah. and decide ahead of time. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, it all. I mean. It, I think everything that you talked about this weekend kind of flows together from self-control to sacrifice to planning, yep. you know, because if you don't know where you want to end up in your financial world, then you're just going to keep, you know, spending on frivolous things and do But if you have a goal, if you have a place that you want to get to, then, I mean, it goes back to a message that I preached a couple of weeks ago too. The clearer the vision, the fewer the options, the easier the decision. Mm-hmm. When you know the outcome that you want, it makes your decisions on a daily basis much easier. And if you want financial freedom and you want to get out of debt, then you are, you know, you're going to have a plan for that. You're going to sacrifice some things that you really want and you're going to have to be self-controlled. Yeah. You know? And and we talked a lot about credit cards. And listen, I'm not anti-credit card. No, we use credit cards every day. Every day. And 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 I'll be honest, we love to manipulate point systems. I mean, Oh yeah. We we've I'm gonna get everything I can out yeah, of that. But but we also had a season of our life where because we didn't have self control. Right. I mean, when we got ourselves into debt, we got rid of every credit have, card. We pay our credit cards off every month. Yeah, we pay our credit cards <laughs> off every month. But like we went probably eight years without a credit card. Yep. Because we couldn't be trusted. <laughs> because because we didn't have self control. Yes. We had to learn how yep. to be diligent. Diligent mm-hmm. in our financial world. To live on what we had. And and stick within that, yep. and then we could trust ourselves yep. with the ability that I can pull out a card and spend mm-hmm. b- 
because I know that I can actually pay for that now yeah. where before I just pulled it out and spent. And I didn't really know where that money was going to come. Yeah. Like there was, there was no money to cover that. It was yep. just, I wanted this and I got it. Yeah. And so I know that that sounds an extreme measure in today's culture, but I, I actually no, think that there's a lot of people that actually That's actually that. where financial peace comes in too. Yeah. Is because they take you through some of those methods to help get you out of debt, that help you get to the self-controlled place to actually accomplish the outcomes that you want to have at the end of the day. Yeah. And while it might be difficult to sign up for a financial group, because you might think, well, by signing up for this, everybody's going to know. But I actually think, man, when I see people sign up for that, I'm like, I have so much respect for that person because I know that their financial world is about to change. Well, you know, what's funny. The other thing is, is yeah. that a lot of times the people that sign up for it are the people that don't actually need it. That's true. They just are like, hey, I want to get better. I want to get better. Mm -hmm. and, and I think to myself, man, if the person that is financially well off wants to get better, I should want to do the things that that person's wanting to do. Yes. And uh, didn't you talk to somebody this weekend that had just been through financial peace? Oh, I, I talked. I, I actually talked to a couple different, but there was a young girl that yeah. had come up to me and she said, man, I went through financial peace. I've just paid off all of my credit cards. Wow. She says, I'm working on my school student loans right now and and I'll have them paid off soon. And she's like, and, and here's the deal. She's like, I would be in so much trouble if I didn't because my rent has escalated Yep, and I can actually afford it still because of that. Yes. Yep. That's so good. Especially in the world that we're living in right now. It's yeah. imperative. It is. That we get things under control because I mean, I think e I, even in today's culture, you know, I think about employers, like they can't necessarily afford to pay people a whole lot more money because things are going up for them the same way it's going up for everybody else. And it's just like in this, in this tough, tough place. Yeah. You know? So self-control I think is a big deal. And, and, and if, if you're struggling, I do, I do want to encourage you, please, please, please sign up for financial peace. And if you're, and if you're somebody that's like, Oh, my spouse won't do it. They won't admit, then you just go. Yeah. I would tell the person that says there's, you start, Yep. You start you start doing things differently mm -hmm. and watch what will happen. I believe that God will honor your effort. Yep. yep. And and I think also if your spouse sees that you're serious about changing, mm -hmm. that they'll 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 start to go, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's something that we need to do here. My I think my biggest frustration, I think, with people a lot of times is knowing that they're in a bad spot and like being aware of it. And going, man, I need to change this about my health or I need to change this about my finances or, you know, I can't afford this. But yet they continue to live how they've always lived while complaining about their situation. You know, and there, I think there is a point in time where we just have to go. This is a problem and I have to be part of the solution. Yeah. I can't expect other people to fix it or hold me accountable or, you know, do these things like I have to take responsibility and move forward. And, and I think remembering back to our situation and being so in debt, like we had to do all of those things, sacrifice and, you know, self-control and budgeting. And I, I think we learned some of our most valuable lessons in that season of giving ourselves out of that place that have served us so well today. I, I, I would almost say I wouldn't trade. Yeah. The situation we put ourselves in. I mean, I wish I wouldn't have put myself we in that. We will never again. Never again. But we learned some value. What we learned out of that about 
trusting God mm-hmm. about really applying like, mm-hmm. man, God, I'm going to test you in this yep. and see if we're not more blessed trusting you first mm-hmm. than if not. That was, I mean, that was an invaluable lesson to yeah. us, you know, learning how to really look at the numbers and go, here's what we need to make. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're not making. How are we going to make mm-hmm. that up? And then just being diligent. Yep. There's something about the diligence to follow through and see th- something to the end mm-hmm. of that accomplishment mm-hmm. will allow you to realize that I can make it through anything. Yep. If I can overcome this, I can overcome just about yes. anything. And and I think it's important that you you actually sit down and look at that stuff. So many people have not looked at their financial yep. world and go, hey, I know this much. Everybody knows how much is coming in. That was the good thing about the checkbook back in the day. It was the good thing about the checkbook. <laughs> but but very few people know. They know it's going out. They just don't know where it's going out right. to. Yeah. And and they don't actually, because the, of credit cards, they've mm-hmm. never looked. If they're not paying their credit cards off every month, they have no idea that they're running up $1.45 for every sure. dollar they're earning. Well, and Dave Ramsey, I don't know if they talk about this in financial peace, but he there's an app that he's built out called the Every Dollar app or something where you can connect all of those things and it'll show you like where you're spending, where you're your spending and what you know what yeah. all that stuff is going to. And it it is very eye-opening. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we just talk to people for a second because you you touched on a little bit about retirement. And I know this is kind of like practical and whatever, but I think that there's so many people out there that are missing out on additional money or income. There are so many, you know, employers that match, you know, up to a certain percent on retirement or things like that. And if you're a person that your employer does that and you are not taking advantage of that, like you're losing money. Yeah. Well, not only that, but you're, you're, by not investing, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this this okay. weekend. Okay. Not a not a ton coming up, but the reality is, is the younger you are, the power of compound interest yes. is working in your favor. Yep. And I, I wish it was taught in schools. I, I wish it like there should be a high school class on the power of compound interest mm-hmm. and investing early and what it will do for you, parents. If you're having a baby right now, if you'll take six thousand dollars and invest it right now in traditional, the S&P 500 over the last 40 years has had a 10.5% return every year. Mm -hmm. Now there's some years it's more, there's some years it's down, but it's average 10.5%. If you were to take $6,000 and invest it in a baby that was born, by the time they're 65, it'd be a million dollars just because of compound interest. Wow. For $6,000. For $6,000 invested Mm -hmm. as a child. Yeah. Crazy, but that's like I, I do think some of the some of the students, you know, coming out of high school or even coming out of college and going into the workforce, they don't even like they're not thinking about retirement necessarily. But but there's or I mean Starbucks and all these organizations provide matches on retirement. Yeah, and it's like you might be missing out on five percent yeah. or three percent of your income, and and because you're not contributing to that, you're missing out on five percent additional more in your income, which that 5% yeah. over time, you know, however long, 30 years. Well, this is, this is where the, the, the idea of, you know, sacrifice and all yep. those things come in. It It's, it's pay now or pay later. Like, yeah. so, so take what you're earning right now. I would tell every single person you need to be taking at least 10% 
mm-hmm. and investing that, saving it, yep. the some form or measure right now. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, that you'll be, be stinking $5 coffees every morning. It's, it's not even that much. That's I the, know. that's the, I know it's not a lot of money. It's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but because we live in the instantaneous, I've got to have, yeah. I see, I want society. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not seeing that 30 down, 30 years down the road, you're going to want to not have to work mm-hmm. at 65, yep. but you're only going to have $151,000 saved yep. and you're not going to be able to afford to retire with social security and all those things. Cause mm-hmm. it's not much. Social Security takes your top 35 income earning years to like those 35 years are going to determine the amount of money you get. And most people aren't maxing out mm-hmm. that Social Security. So very few people earn the $4,000 a month. I mean, that's yeah. like, it's like one in a million. So your chances of actually getting that yeah. are slim to none. Uh, so you you better have a better solution than the government mm-hmm. paying for your future. It's like if you're waiting for them to pay off your student loans, good luck with that. If you're waiting for them to pay for your future, good luck with that. You need to prepare for that. Right. You need to do the things that are necessary. And and I know that this is real talk, you know, and this doesn't sound very biblical, but it is. That's that's called the plans of the diligent lead to prosperity. Right. But the hasty leads to poverty. Poverty. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be diligent in these things right now. Yep. At a younger age, going like, "Hey, I'm going to see past today to tomorrow." Well, and it's counting the cost of the field or whatever. Yeah. Like you're you're counting the cost of your life and your future and all of those things and your lifestyle and mm-hmm. all of that. Like, where do I want to be, and what do I, what it has to be there in order to accomplish that? You know what's what's funny? We're in our 40s, yeah, and uh, I, I have this conversation with some of the most successful people I know, and I'm asking them, what are you doing now? Mm -hmm. How are you planning for that? What, what vehicles are you utilizing for your future? Cause I I want to, I want to know the best vehicles that are out there. Mm -hmm. And, and we've got to talk about this stuff because it's, it's the legacy of our families. Yes. It's, it's, it's future generations. You know, what are you going to pass down the next generation? It says, it says uh, in scripture that, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. For, <laughs> so it's got to last your kids and then get to your grandkids. Like that. that that's that's a lot of pressure. TJ. It that's is a little too much. No, no, but, it, but we got to think that way. I know. Yeah. And we, and, and like church, I want to challenge you. Yeah. Like you got to think beyond you. Right. And that's the problem. We think just about us well, that's, in the moment, which is everything that we talked about this weekend. That's not what I'm, having self-control. Not having self-control, mm-hmm. not having sacrifice, sacrifice or not a plan. planning. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking, what am I going to leave to my children's children? Mm-hmm. It changes your perspective Or if today. you're like us and you don't have kids, it's like, who's going to take care of me when I'm old? Yeah, <laughs> I better, well, plan, for I better plan for that because ain't nobody going to care about me. Nobody's going to come love me. I, I better, I got to pay somebody home. to love me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I hope I die before you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you know, I, th- I think this topic can also be a little overwhelming for people, right? Like that maybe feel like they don't have enough to be able to do that or anything. I know that we have people in the church that want to help as far as helping people put together a plan and sit down with people and go, Hey, 
let me help you navigate some of this and give you some, um, just a framework to work from or some advice on how you could do things a little bit differently. And if you're somebody that's like, I could use that help. Number one, go to financial peace because that's going to give you some great tools and self-control and all of that. But number two, reach out to us and we'd be happy to, to set you up with somebody. You can email us at info at coastalcommunity.tv. And there are people that are passionate about helping people get out of debt and plan for their future. And we want to be a resource because I truly, let's, let's go back for a second to just what God spoke to you at the beginning of the year and how he, you know, you felt like the word for this year was health. And I think I've appreciated throughout this year, your continued focus on that. And I think if this is something that we all do in you know, each series, whether it's our relationships, whether it's our finances, whether it's our actual physical health, our mental health, we're going to talk about all of these things. And, but if, if, if we're aware of that, but we don't ever do anything, nothing changes. And I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm just really grateful that we're hitting those kinds of topics so that we can have healthy families and healthy individuals. Because when we individually get healthy, our families get healthy, our communities get healthy. And eventually that just continues to trickle down well, that, to that's, everything around us. That's the whole us. point. It, it goes back to, I believe God said, hey, the word is health. Mm-hmm. And we got to get every individual healthy because yep. that way we're going to become the healthiest church. Because you're only as healthy as the weakest link. Right. And, and and I'm not calling anybody a weak link. No. But what I'm saying is is that so so the goal is is that collectively mm-hmm. we we start to look at these areas of our lives and and all of us have strengths and weaknesses. Oh yeah. There's people in our church that are that from a financial standpoint they're crushing it, but then their physical health. But is their terrible. physical health is is in shambles. So so what the goal is is that we would address these areas and we would look at our own lives individually and go, man, where. And, and here's what I know about every single one of these. We all have areas where we can work on it. Right. We all have areas within each one of yes. these that we need to get better and do better. And yep. the goal is, is that we wouldn't just go, oh, I need to do better. That we'd go, here are some action items that I can start to mm-hmm. do because information without application. without application will not equal transformation. Right. And the goal is that we would allow God to transform us so that we can be all that he's called us to be and do all that he's called us to do. And I didn't get to share this in, in, in most of the services cause I just got cut for time. But, but I think about the fact that if we would not have done all of the hard work to get ourselves out of debt, when God said, Hey, it's time for you to go to plant a church. We couldn't have financially afforded no. to do it. Mm-mm. Like if, if we were strapped with debt, yeah, we would have never. And and we had that burden. We would have never been able to liquidate. I mean, we yeah. we did crazy things. We liquidated savings accounts and, and retirement mm-hmm. and all that stuff to come here and do this. But we would have never been able to do that had we not gotten planned. And, yeah. and I wonder how many people will miss out on yeah, something that God wants to do mm-hmm. with them in the future because they wouldn't pay the price today. Mm, so good. And so... As your pastor, I don't want to see you miss out on the thing that God has for your life yeah. because you wouldn't pay the price now yep. 
and do what was necessary for the future that he has for you right. and the plan that he has for you, but you didn't prepare. Yeah. And so therefore you weren't ready. And it's a saying I say, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within a lifetime of the opportunity. Yeah. But you got to be ready for that opportunity. Yeah. So what is it over the next few weeks, months, years, you know, that you need to address that you need to change, you know, maybe pick one thing, you know, and do it incrementally. Maybe it's cutting out coffee. Maybe it's, you know, beginning to take advantage of your work's retirement fund or going to Financial Peace University, but we can all do something to begin to move ourselves forward to get us to a better and a healthier financial place. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. I know this is not always an easy topic, but it's necessary. And so I hope you guys have an amazing week and we'll see you this weekend.